Good morning, everybody. It's Bob Fibbs, the Retail Doc, and you're joining me for a special group of uh, live videos that I'll be doing for the next six days. And uh, why am I doing this? Well, one is to wear, raise your awareness of what keeps people from coming back to brick and mortar retail stores. We're seeing it all over the place. People are saying, oh, you know, it looks like people are coming back, uh, but we still have supply chain issues. And yeah, that's, that's certainly there. In fact, one of the videos I'll talk about is uh, what to do about uh, out of stocks and what that feels like. But right now, uh, as I get going, and it takes a while for this to go to all the different places. Would you just comment where you are joining me from around the world today? And I will do this every day. I'll try to move the date around uh, the time of day because I know we have people who are watching in Australia and we got people in Europe and of course our mainstay here in the United States. I'm broadcasting from New York. So first thing I'm doing this for is to raise awareness for um, why people don't come back to stores. That's number one. Number two is to get you to join me for a webinar next Tuesday, April 25th, where I'm going to unpack what keeps customers coming back. So I'm going to do the opposite side of it in this webinar. Why am I doing it there? Because, well, I want it on Zoom so that I can connect and control the environment a little more than I have when I'm doing it on Facebook. And then three is just to remind you that we're about to launch a SalesRx Facebook, uh, excuse me, SalesRx uh, sprint starting next Thursday for those who have joined up for SalesRx, my online retail sales training program. Not only we get best in class uh, training, which is personalized and you can uh, have as 24 seven with a complete way of how do you engage strangers, discover the shopper and make more sales. But there's going to be a very special offer that I'm only going to explain on that webinar that I've never done before about how I can come to your store at no cost. So if you're interested in that, you'll definitely want to check out that webinar. I will have the registration link after this is over because I don't want to get distracted. And uh, hey, we've got Sheila from South Carolina. I've got uh, Muhammad from Pakistan. We got yes, CJ from Uganda. And again, the rest of you just join in. And if you're watching it on the replay, I would look at every comment. So make sure that you comment as well and there wherever you're joining me from. So uh, here's the background of this story. I was uh, doing custom content for SalesRx, my online retail sales training program. And uh, the manufacturer who was providing this training for hundreds of dealers around the United States and Canada said, is there a way that you could go to one of our dealers and you could maybe do some kind of a, a makeover for them? Because a lot of things that you're training, maybe we could cut down and we could make into additional videos on how to merchandise the store. And I said, absolutely, I would love that. I love going to stores. So uh, I went to the store. It's, he goes, it's not very far from you. And uh, it was actually about an hour uh, northeast of me into the uh, mountains in New York. And uh, rather than me going through and explaining what it was before and after, I thought, if you're game, I'm going to, for two minutes, I'm going to play this video. Now, this video, some of you may have seen on my website. It's under my consulting uh, uh, tab on retaildoc.com. But if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, I think it's got great, reminders of what it looked like before and after and why we did it. And then I'm going to be right here the whole time that plays, but then I'm going to tell you those takeaways that are going to be so important for you to get out of it. So uh, I hope that helps. I'm glad you're here this morning, Nancy of North Carolina. Julia, customers not always right, and we have given them bad habits. Oh, I love that, Julia. Uh, Tina from Kentucky. And you see, Jay, customers don't buy how you buy how much you sell, they buy how you sell. Oh, I love that. So uh, while that's going, I hope that this all works because this platform is new and I'm going to share this video. And if you can see it, just do me a favor and hear it. Just put a Y in comments so that I know that it's all working. 
And uh, we're going to take this away. We're going to Eklund's Farm Machinery with Billy Eklund, who kind of narrates this. And again, it's about two minutes, and then I'm going to continue. Here we go. Eklund Farm Machinery started back in 1950 for my grandfather. When people used to walk into our store, they would come directly to the counter because they would need our assistance in finding what they needed. We had rows of parts and shelving. And this corner is kind of That's an understatement. And uh, honestly, when I started that, that renovation, I thought this, it's kind of like in Jaws, we're gonna need a bigger boat. It's like, uh, yeah, this is not gonna be something we're gonna just move a few things around. This is pretty serious. So I just wanted you to take these uh, quick takeaways that number one, you can become comfortable. Billy had been in that situation for, uh, his dad started it. I'm glad you like the video, Minaj. Uh, had started it uh, a while ago, and then Billy grew up in it, and he took it over. Now, that was a farm equipment company. I think they were doing, I don't know, $3 million, and they more than doubled that in a couple of years. Uh, thank you, Tina. I'm glad you like that. But how does it happen? Because you, you become comfortable with the way we've done it. That's number one. Are you comfortable the way you've done it? I don't know how many jewelry stores. It's like, uh, when's the last time you move things around? Oh, we don't move things around. It's it's the way it is. And the reason why that's so bad is because my second point, which is things become invisible. You don't notice it. It's like when Billy was, uh, when we were walking around the corner and he's like, yeah, this corner's pretty rough. Suddenly, because I was there, he realized like, holy crap, there's no organization to this, which is why everybody had to go to that counter, which took up the entire width of the store because nobody could find anything. And even the employees couldn't find it. They had to go and say, well, where is this? So um, do you do you know friends that have stores like that? Put a Y in there. Put a Y in your comments right now so that I know you're there. Do you have com Do you have friends who have stores like that? Just put a Y. That's all I want. So go ahead, put that in. Let me know. Always takes a little bit to get to get that in, but put that in there. Let me know. Do you have a friend like that? Friend who has a store like that? You could say I have a store like that, but I think most of us would be. That's just a little bit more than we may know. Jose, I'm glad you're here, my friend. Sheila, she knows as well, right? And so if you know that 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 you know people become comfortable and things become invisible, well, that leads us to the third problem, which is hubris. We've always done it. This is the perfect way to merchandise a store. This is the best possible way our store could be. I can tell you it doesn't work like that. In fact, later I'm going to have a story about uh, unorganized stores uh, when I do this in a few days. And I'll tell you a story about a store I took over and the difference it made because they had this hubris that like, oh, I know what I'm doing. They'd never studied merchandising. They never asked anybody else's opinion. They just went ahead and said, well, I would like to buy stuff on sale. So that's what they did. Again, going back to jewelry stores. Oh, well, we've got this all mapped out. Well, why do you have it all the same? Because here's the problem. When things become invisible and you become comfortable with it, your employees don't look at anything that's been there a while and that merchandise gets old. And so at the end, what happens is we try to get people excited like, oh, we've got a sale promotion, but the merchandise can't do that heavy lifting. So what you want to be thinking out of our time here today, right at 10 minutes, which is exactly where I wanted to be, are you comfortable? Are you comfortable in the way your store is? Well, I hope you watch this video and you go like, holy crap, there's something I could change. Uh, number two, things becoming invisible. Just take a small look around your store. Take a friend with you. Walk around your store and, and say, 
um, point out three things that you think are interesting and see if they match up. And you might be like, oh, yeah, I forgot we had that. If you can answer that, I can guarantee you your crew is going to say the same thing. And then number three is, have you become so wed to your store design that you can't see the forest for the trees? You know, Billy had been able to make that store work for an awful long time. But suddenly when everything is new and bright, we doubled the lights and uh, re-merchandised everything. In fact, threw probably a third of that stuff back behind where people don't need to browse it, but your crowner crew does. If we can accept that maybe things can be different, then it opens a whole world. And that's what gets me to what I love doing every day with retailers is hope. That's what drives you forward. In fact, you may have remembered when the when COVID started, I did a live video every single day for months to try to keep you all energized and to be going forward. Because with hope, we're drawn forward. With fear, we're pulled backwards. And I can't, and you listen to that self-limiting talk, I can't, I won't, uh, uh, I don't have time. All that stuff is you pouring water on the flame. And you have it in here. I just want to awaken it. So that's why I'm doing these. Tomorrow, I'm going to be doing one on why your customer service sucks. And that will be a fun story that I'll be sharing that just happened recently about a major purchase and how it went wrong and what you can take away with that. Hey, Minaj, you say that you, I don't have friends, but most of the business I work with have the same problem. Exactly. Hey, hey, uh, Rachel, I spoke at uh, Mohawk last uh, in Florida last uh, December. So hopefully we get more flooring stores out there to do it. And the uh, same thing, I see so many small businesses that have the worst merchandising habits. Yeah, exactly. Now, again, you can certainly read my book, The Retail Doc's Guide to Growing Your Business, although it's almost out of print. It doesn't quite work when you blur the screen, uh, which I talk about that. You could certainly follow me, but SalesRx, we have a whole course on merchandising your store to make that easier for you. But this is just to get you to be thinking about why customers leave. Customers leave in this case because stale merchandising is killing your sales. That's what I want to have in your head today. I want you to be thinking about it. I want you to be going, oh, right, that's what's happening, and then take steps for it. And then tomorrow, come back, because tomorrow, I think tomorrow I've, I'm doing this at, uh, at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. I'm not sure, but watch. I will announce it. Uh, go through and start saying, well, what could I do differently? And if you start doing that, you're going to take some steps to finding that power in you that says, I can be better. And that's all I care about. That's all you care about, right? So thanks for joining me this morning for my first of my Bob's Insider Scoop, six real world stories from behind the counter. And don't forget to register for my webinar, which is in a week. And I'll put that in the comments as well. Thanks for joining me. If you want to give me some thumbs up, let me know you're out there. The algorithm would love that. And if you want to share it with your friends, hey, I would appreciate that as well. I'm Bob Fibbs, The Retail Doc. Thanks for joining me today.